Every game, every single game, like this is the position the Eagles are in. Every single game, that's it. Ain't no days off, none of that. Every single game is important. So let's get right to it. The Eagles this year have been, you know, up and down. That's what their records say. You know, you 50 50. And Carson Wentz has been phenomenal. I don't really see the judgment on him. He's had his mistakes, of course, overthrown, passed, underthrown. But uh, 95% of the time, Carson Wentz is on point. 18 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 100.6 rating. Been sacking more, you know, uh, 2,846 yards. Average 265 a game as we've thrown. I mean, what you want him to do? I mean, that's that's just what it is. I mean, quarterback play has been, even before Nick went out, the last game before Nick Foles went out, you know, he produced. He did what Nick do, you know. The leading rusher has become Josh Adams. I'm not surprised. 4.9 yards per carry. Look, I, I saw one guy out there. He was a, a analyst, and he was talking like he's not the answer just because he was an Elliot Shore. Ellie is a good guy, man, but Jesus Christ. Sometimes he just is out of line. Um, 4.9 yards per carry. Three uh, rushes of 20-plus yards, two touchdowns. Needs the ball more, 376 yards. Corey Clement, 263 yards. People asking what's wrong with Wendell Smallwood, what always happens. He just ain't good enough. I'm sorry, he wasn't good enough. Uh, we need to sign Jay Ajayi and, and bring him back, and then you're going to be able to get him cheaper because, you know, the injuries, people are going to be concerned. The Eagles, he's here, he's family. Bring him back with Josh Adams. And we was effective when you had Gary Blunt and Jay Ajayi. You know, you had a power back, and you had a guy that was basically power and speed with Jay Ajayi. He has all the talent in the world to be the best back in the league. You got to stay healthy. I, I mean, you got to stay healthy. You give this offense, the more he clicks, this is it. I don't think the Eagles need to let Jay Ajayi just say forget him. Um, you can draft the running back. There's nothing wrong with that. But you keep Jay Ajayi. He is the staple. He knows that he's one that – I mean, it's nothing like having that guy that want to ring and they can still be productive, be a Pro Bowl running back until you feel like you can develop one, you know, clearly. You know, let Jay Ajayi he, – he, he earned that. He gave this Eagle team – the Super Bowl. He was one of the X factors. And when people was talking about Nick Foles, and I was like, nah, man, 
we got more weapons than Nick than just Carson Wentz. I mean, it, what made it so good last year with Toy Smith and LeGarrette Blunt. I mean, Corey Clement was the third running back, and he, he caught for 100 yards. In the Super Bowl, undrafted free. This shows you the production and what the Eagles really about. Clearly, this year, injuries have caught up in the wrong places. I mean, Jason Peters, Big V came in, but we still have four other guys on that squad where Big V was going to be a liability that would have held the offensive line down. We had the best line in football last year, offensive line. And then you talk about um, Jordan Hicks, Nigel Bradham, and Michael Hendricks more than came in there. Michael Kendricks more than came up in there and played Pro Bowl like one of the best linebackers in football when he came in. Um, Marigolds was a big special teamer, but everybody kicked up. Special teams was doing this thing. Okay, one of the best in football. We're just talking about the injuries. You know, we still had guys who are hurt like Darby. I mean, him being out is so big, man. The cornerbacks, people like Sidney Jones and Douglas in there now, so it's a little bit better to, you know. But um, Mills is not there. He's on the injured reserve. And Darby was a big part. He was a shutdown corner. He was on. He's the number one. He's definitely another guy. Him and Tate. Why not go after him? Spend that money. See what it is. Darby's not going to get as much as you think because of his injuries. So that's big. I mean, really, these are. I don't mean to say this, but the blessing blessings in the skies. You know, you can go in there and work a contract out, and it could be reasonable. Rather than you know, you have to you know buy out the checkbook on guys like Darby and Jai. They both were healthy this year. There's no question would be the best team in football. Both healthy this year at the same time kept rolling. We would have everything would have kicked up. I think we would have been one of the top three teams in football. We still would have been Super Bowl contenders with those two, just those two alone. When Darby went out there, Cowboy game things changed. Everybody saw it. Things changed. Um. Um, who else hurt this year? Jesus. I mean, Mike, um, Rashawn McLeod. I mean, now you got to get guys in there to basically platoon the safety position. It's just been real. Those just dynamic hits to the, and then when they happened, when all those cornerbacks got hurt, I mean, we had to make something happen. Good, good, good that New York and Washington came around to beat up on real quick so we can get our mojos back and have to deal with guys like the Saints with no no cornerbacks. Willie McGinnis was on NFL Network saying, man, you got to do something. Man. Get out of here, man. You know yourself. Certain injuries just can't be replaced at, at a certain time and in the season, period. So I don't know what he's talking about. If Tom Brady got hurt, what would y'all be saying? We got to win the Super Bowl? No. I don't want to hear all that, man. But, um, all right, now we go to the Dallas Cowboys and where they are at. Dak Prescott at quarterback, you know, 95 rate. He's been playing some good games. They got to get off him, man. He's a young quarterback. He's a good quarterback. 14 touchdowns, five interceptions, 2,676 yards. And then plus Dak is rushed for 301 yards. So five touchdowns. So what are they going to like? I don't know. Dallas trying to be like Philly. They can't. They ain't even been there yet. That was the 90s. Can't judge this. This guy's doing great for y'all. Stop the bull. Every 200 yards a game. Ezekiel Elliott, 1,141 yards, 49 yards. One of the best backs in football. Nine 20 plus rushing rushes. Nine rushes of 20 or more yards. Averaging 95 yards a game. Um, 
then you got to stop him. Ezekiel Elliott has caught 53 receptions for 423 yards. One of the best all-around backs in football. Came out there Big Ten. Big Ten all in the dog. You got Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley. And then Ty Gurley, they all in the NFC. Them boys is bad. Um, you got to stop Zeke. Zeke is the key, period. And I know Cooper has 40 catches for 425 yards, which we'll get to that. But it's 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 all Zeke. Like that's it. You control when last game we played, what does Zeke have? Okay, I rest my case. When we won and put him in, in chokeholds, what is what was Zeke doing? If he's gonna be the only guy rushing, you can't make sure that you make gotta make sure they don't get in the end zone if you're gonna let this guy have almost 200 yards. That's just it. Um, you gotta the rushing the the the, the defense has to come. Eagles have those guys on their line, you know, that can make things happen. Nathan Jerry showed a lot of life last game. It's time for this game. Dallas is a good team. Cooper makes them a different team. That's just what it is. Cooper makes them a different team, you know. Um, the Eagles at receiver are super talented. I think they're way more talented than Dallas. It's just a chemistry thing. When you implement something, it's different when you got a receiver and a running back. When Jai came, he's a running back. You know, as much as they got to get used to the playbook, they got to run and somebody has to block and they got to go between it. Receivers have to run routes, have to get used to where the quarterback throws, if they're confident enough for the quarterback to make that throw. I mean, it's all a mental game. The, the, the sport's 90% mental. 90% mental. Looking at Eagles at receiver, you got a 93 receptions, 978 yards. I told people last year, it was like Travis Kelsey, Craig Olson. No, are you crazy? What does that guy have to do last year to show y'all? The man went in the Super Bowl, made a clutch catch. Like he's six touchdowns. He is the man. He is something. And, and people was like, I think a lot of people were saying that Carson was throwing to Zach Ertz too much, which was retarded. How do you throw to your main target too much? Like, who says that? Unbelievable. Nelson Aguilar, man, I'm going to tell you, 51 receptions, 523 yards, one touchdown. He is not disappointing me. I just want to see him get in the red zone more. Um, I'm kind of more disappointed than one of my favorite Eagles, Alshon Jeffrey. He has to be more shut down. He has to get that ball more. Him and Carson have to develop that, that chemistry. Contracts on the <laughs> You got that contract, baby. Come on. We need, to do, we need you to do like Zach did when he got his, like he's doing. Um, of course, he had to kick up, too. But I think Alshon Jeffrey would be even better next year. He came off his injury, elite, snagging him. I think we need him more in the offense, period. Him and Golden Tate. Golden Tate has 27, 18 receptions with the Eagles, 182 yards. Had a magnificent game last game, magnificent. He, he looked like he's here. The arrival of Golden Tate is here. He's 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 comfortable to the point where he can make big plays. I mean, I don't care what nobody says. It's, it's a hard it's hard to get comfortable real quick. Not even Jay Jahi, even when we won the Super Bowl, was comfortable with the Eagles like he would have been this year. Like you know, they just had to give him the ball starting out the season. I guess the Eagles knew something. It explains everything. They knew something about his injury for, to not get him the ball like they did earlier in the year, because every time he got it, he made the uh, impact. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey has 43 catches for 492 yards, four touchdowns, five 20-plus yard catches, averaging 54 yards, 0.7 yards a game, period. He has to be more effective. Get I've seen cornerbacks 
Get at my boy. Carolina game, Dallas game. You got to get Come on, man. It's Alshon is way better than that, and he know it. Joy Matthews has been effective this year, man. I don't know. 17 catches, 281 yards. Anytime you can add 28 yards a game to uh, the guys that are Jeffrey Aguilar and Ertz, it's big. And then you got Golden Tate now. That's four. Like, that's five guys you got to worry about. And Dallas Golder, 21 catches this year for 221 yards, three touchdowns. Where is his involvement more? We need Dallas to get the ball. Him and Zach is probably – that's dangerous. You got the best tight end in football. Then you got this rookie who can definitely play. So I just feel like we need him more involved in this team. Corey Clement, 20 – I think his production is under, like, thrown on the bus. He's, he's clearly going his way to three to 400 yards this year, or even probably more. He's caught – 25 catches for 192 yards. One the most undervalued player. I think not by the coaching staff, maybe, but I don't know. Maybe he is. I just don't think they give him enough credit. He doesn't get enough credit for being a good football player. All right. Dallas comes in with the receiving corpse. Cole Beasley's leading them. He has 65 targets, 48 catches, 268 yards. That's how bad their receiving corpse was before uh, Cooper came. Okay. Cooper has opened up a whole new light for them. I mean, he has really opened it up. 85 yards a game since he's got here. Got I me, mean, got to Dallas. Oh, excuse me, not here. I'm, I'm in Philly. I'm Philly. Um, is uh, Michael Gallup? He was a good rookie. 23 catches, 380 yards. He's a good. I mean, draft pick that they got. I think that was a real good draft pick, and I think he's gonna, you know, develop with that team if they don't give up on him. Uh, Allen Hearns is a production guy. I mean. I don't really see too much. Uh, Jeff Swain, like I tell you, if they can, if, if who we have or the game plan we put around can limit Cooper, but it's all Ezekiel Elliott. As you can see, Ezekiel Elliott has more catches than Amari Cooper. All right. Crazy, right? Yeah. Amari Cooper, I still don't know what was Oakland thinking. He has 52 catches for 705 yards this total year. Cooper does. Um, I still don't. I'm gonna say again. I don't know what Oakland was thinking. Same thing. I was like with Khalil Mack. Get this man his contract. Pay these guys. What happened? What's going on with the NFL period? Where they don't want to pay guys. Baseball is emptying out checkbooks. They just telling you to write it down. NBA. What are they doing? What is the NBA doing? They just up and up in the money. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Right, when we get back, I want to talk defense. I want to talk defense about Dallas. Um, we'll get a little bit more. Uh, I mean, about Philly and Dallas. Uh, we'll get more into it. Um, it's going to be a dog fight to know where they at. But we're going to get more into it. Talk about. Um, Golden Tate and where he's at with the Eagles and what he has accumulating. When we get back, we will definitely get more into these Eagles. All right, now, let's go. Follow the leader.
We back, man. We back, follow leader. And um, as you can see, we was uh, really getting on. I was getting on more of the offense. I want to go to Golden Tate. What he's done this whole season, 62 catches for 699 yards for a touchdown. You know, I think um, he could still eclipse 1,000. I mean, Eagles are just revving up. But I'm not really impressed because of who they beat. They're supposed to beat those teams. And they had, you know, rough outings with Tennessee. And now we see why everybody in Tennessee is coming. The Titans are coming, man. They are really impressive this year. Even though their records with it, they have been impressive this year. Now, I just had to throw that in there, y'all. Now, um, let's talk more about where the Eagles are at as far as defense. Defense to me is not really a big concern to me. I don't really get on that as a big concern. Um if you look at what they bring to the table as a team on defense, they're, they're really looked at as a team that's feared on the defensive line. Right now, you look at Jordan Hicks, who's hurt. 85 tackles. Had a, he's been having a great year. All right. Three sacks. Four passes defense. He's just one of the most complete linebackers in the NFL. Malcolm Jenkins, 66 tackles. One sack. He's really stepped it up when he's had to, you know, two tackles for a loss, seven pass defense, one interception, three forced fumbles. Once again, Michael, Michael Jenkins being one of the stellar players in the league, uh, drafted as a cornerback, and has one of the best safeties ever played this game. Nat, Nigel Brayton, six, six tackles, two sacks. Um, all, once again, at the getting the contract, he's one of the best you're going to see at the linebacker position. Ronald Darby went out, 43 tackles. One interception, 12 pass defense. He has a Pro Bowl year. I mean, Darby's beast. Mills is out into reserve, 42 tackles and nine pass defenses. That's another guy. Key, two, two of our best, one and two, out. All right. Corey Graham, seven, 37 tackles. Fletcher Cock, 35 tackles, five sacks. Two tackles, four loss. Brandon Graham, 33 tackles, four sacks. Michael Bennett, 23 tackles, six and a half sacks. Chris Long, 20 tackles, four and a half sacks. Derrick Barnett, 16 tackles, two and a half sacks. I mean, they got some beasts out there that is equipped to play and play big. Sidney Jones is doing his thing. You know, he's back. He was hurt. Been very impressive this year. Avante Maddox before he went down. Very impressive this year. Kamar Gruger Hill. Kamal Gruger Hill is one of those players. This, I mean, again, you know, through special teams and through what he was, kind of remind me of Ike Reese, but he might be a little better on the defensive side. Um, Ike Reese was a special teams ace. If nobody remembers him back in the McNabb days, Ike Reese came from Michigan State. He was one of the top linebackers in that draft he was in, and he came and just was a stellar player. He's an eagle, he's an eagle legend as far as like local eagle legend. Like people love him. He's here. He's still being a commentator. And shout out to him. Campbell Gruger Hill's the same path, you know. I mean, he wasn't drafted uh, by the Eagles. I mean, he's been an ace. KGH's been an ace on special teams, and now he's developing to a starting linebacker. I mean, he's been impressive to me this year. A guy that's been overlooked. Brandon Graham, 33 tackles, four sacks. People don't realize just how good he's been this year. 
People probably looking for something else. People double team Graham, man. Graham is a monster. And then you're going to have to let somebody up. Him and Fletcher Cox, it's no surprise they are close in sacks for the simple fact that, you know, both of them are being double teamed on certain occasions. I mean, these guys are monsters. Um, Rasul Douglas has been impressed. He's gotten better this year, you know. He's gotten better. He's definitely just the outside corner, and I think he can really, with him and Jones, they can turn into something. They can prove where they're at in the future with this game. They are the two cornerbacks. You know, Sidney Jones is playing safety last game, and I don't agree with that. They had the Crevion LeBlanc. Uh, excuse me. Let me get this right. I mean, I'm sorry. Right here on Eagle Radio, I, I don't even know. Crevine LeBlanc. You know, the guy who had the penalty or whatever. Look, put him at safety. I mean, leave your two guys who are there. Put him at safety. Can't practice him. You can't put the. I mean, I just don't get it. Uh, Devontae Bosby, why is he not in? He was real good in camp. Did he really go down in favors that much to bring a guy like LeBlanc in and get him over? But I don't get that. Corey Graham. You know, I don't know. You know, I mean, they, they know. I, I trust the Eagles. We won the Super Bowl. Ain't no way I'm not going to sit up here and say I don't trust Peterson. Peterson, the gambles you think he shouldn't take, he takes and he makes it. So, nobody can say anything about Big Doug. Big Doug is the chief in Philly. Y'all need to shut up. We all need to. That, that, don't you dare. Don't you dare do that. You got them on a Super Bowl. You don't give them no pass. Stop it. Now you want to stop critiquing. They want a Super Bowl. There's just been problems happening. We know they can do it. So it's nothing against that. And the defense for um, Dallas, the rookie, Leighton Vander asked. See, the Eagles was after that guy in the draft. They was after him. 102 tackles. Seven passes, two interceptions. This guy's good, man. He's really good. And, and, you know, with Sean Lee getting hurt all the time, I mean, I think most of his Dallas career every year he ends up just being out. It's, it's, it's a pretty good chance that Sean Lee is going to be out in the NFL or he's going to be with somebody else. Because if Dallas probably release him or don't sign him, he ain't going nowhere else probably. Who knows? I don't think nobody's going to take him. But Jalen Smith, oh, 87 tackles. Am I surprised? No. Just like Sidney Jones, both of them top 10 picks. That guy hurt and had to fall. I was mad when Dallas got him. Four sacks. Six, uh, four tackles, four laws. Two in the, I mean, two pass defense. He's good. This is the future. Jeff Heath, six, two tackles. All right, one interception. Another guy that came from the draft. A woozy. See, that's the guy. Arzy. A woozy. Uh, Chidobi, if I don't get that right. This guy is 656 tackles. I remember him being one of the top cornerbacks in his draft. And he was one of the guys that got out outshine Jeffrey. I wasn't. That's crazy. Demarcus Lawrence, 50 tackles, eight and a half sacks. Man, that was a good draft pick. Byron Jones, I wanted the Eagles to draft him. 49 tackles. 12 pass defenses. Super athlete. Super. All right. They got some guys. Dallas definitely drafted good and got some guys. Tyrone Crawford, 29 tackles, four and a half sacks. A definitely went and got some people. Xavier Wood, 39 tackles, two interceptions. They went and got some people. 
So Philly got to come and say, look, I don't care who they got, though. Philly got to come and do what they got to do. No doubt in my mind, I don't care what they got. We are Philadelphia Eagles, two bowl champions. And if you look at the roster, it's not completely depleted. They got people. It's just that now I'm glad that Sidney Jones is back. See, that makes everything a little bit more calm to have one. Now you got two cover guys in there. And then you still got Malcolm Jenkins. Before it was just bad. It was Russell Douglas all by itself. And then Jenkins still got to patrol so much. So you don't want him to be just one of the cover guys. He does slot. He does. He covers the slot. He covers the outside. He covers the back end. He, he stops the run. He said Jenkins does so much. So to have City Jones back is like a breather. We'll see how everything goes down. Um, Avante Maddox going down was big. He was getting so so much better. He was getting so much better for the Eagles. Um, so we just. I mean, the Eagles. They have what it takes to to, to make their play their playoff push. Do I think they have what it takes to make um, a Super Bowl run? Of course. Of course. Because of Josh Adams and then Golden Tate acquisition. They can all turn that into something. The defense is not Like I said, Timmy Jones is back. So that gives them when nobody, when Russell Douglas is all out there by himself, man, and you got to have him and Jenkins, it's not good. A third guy, you can, you can, you can. Get everybody revved up and get them into it because that's the Eagles. But I think City Jones has to step up for the Eagles. Who, who do I think of City Jones? He has to prove he is a, a that ty- that type of cornerback. We need him to show out. We need Golden Tate to show out. City Jones and Golden Tate. City Jones, Golden Tate, Josh Adams on a regular basis. Then we can make a run at the Super Bowl. Say what you want. City Jones, Golden Tate, Josh Adams. Then we can make a run at the Super Bowl. That's it. Consistent play from all three. Keep Josh Adams got to keep on. Chief Jones got to get better. Josh Adams got to get better. All three do. Even Golden Tate after their, their game, they, we, we got to see them do what they got to do. It's a Super Bowl we're talking about. It's good teams out there. I'm going to talk about the five role predictions on Philly Sports Network by my guy Liam Jenkins. Okay. A golden wonder. He says Golden Tate has had great success against the Cowboys during his nine-year career. So we're talking about Golden Tate making a big impact in this game. And you know Golden Tate has definitely did what he's had to do against Dallas. I think it'll happen too. I think he was he had a, he got a bad taste in his mouth for that last game. He got a bad taste in his mouth because he's used to torture. And Liam is predicting a 100-yard game. And his second touchdown, I think that's he could even get more. I mean, that's a great prediction. Um, last time he's saying stopping Zeke, they'll stop Zeke. Last time, yes, 151 rushing yards. Jesus Christ, it's just not good to let that guy get in there. Timmy Jernigan is not playing, but we still got guy Bruce Hector is a very talented. Defender. He has to step up. Period. He has the talent. It's time for him to step up. Period. We need guys on their inside to make it happen. Michael Bennett can play inside. All right, we need those guys to play. We need them to play big. Rasul season. <laughs> See, that's what I'm hoping for. That man was a beast in college. He led the nation in interceptions. Tall corner. Like, he's like Bobby Taylor. 
Anybody remember the former Eagles cornerback Bobby Taylor? Rasul season. And he did a great job on Amari. I mean, he could do a great job on Amari. See, that's me predicting. See what I'm saying? Because this is one of the ones that Liam got that I predicted to. I'm serious, man. I, I really believe in Russell Douglas. And with his, you know, physical makeup, he can keep up with Amari Cooper. There's no doubt about it. And I think he does it. And he's predicting that Douglas is going to pick off a pass with five tackles. Woo! He can do it. It's not no out of his reach. Can y'all look at his resume? And he got one prediction where he's holding to doubt the whole Zeke under 100 yards. That's probably the only one, and I still think they can do it, but that's probably the only one out of five that should be like that could maybe just is a 50-50 because we could win whether he can get 100 yards or not. He just can't go score. He can't, he can't, he can't lead the scores. It was times when people rushed against Philly and you still couldn't get in the red zone. Last year, one of the best red zone defenses in the league. And another one, Wentz versus Dak. It's the other prediction. He is predicting that uh, Car- uh, Carson Wentz, 300 yards, three touchdowns. That's probably one of the most surefire things because you just can't really, you can't really go again. Now, Carson's one of the best, man. What does he have to do to prove he won the best? Maddox being back is big. And his other prediction is um, he's, Maddox will get a pickoff and lead the team in tackles. Maddox is being back is big. Like, when Maddox went down, I was like, dang, man, this dude was just getting his feet wet. He's from Pittsburgh. Shout out Pittsburgh Panthers. University of Pittsburgh. And you put him at the safety position, that's going to be great to have him there. And now you're going to have Sidney Jones can play cornerback with Russell Douglas. Now, this gives us a formidable Malcolm Jenkins. This is what I was telling y'all about. I was going to you know, go ahead and work my way up to it, but this is going to give us a formidable component. Seriously, it's going to be formidable here. Then you go to um, when you talk about Philadelphia, and you talk about what they bring to the table as a team. And on defense, it has to start with defense. It has to start with defense. And we go to what Liam said about five Eagles who need to step up. And I really feel like this is common. Like, this is really Russell Douglas. Yes, of course. Of course. Carson Wentz, boom. Alshon Jeffrey. What did I say? What did I say? Alshon has to make it happen. And he had an article with the Sports Network talking about left in the cold since the trade for a Golden Tate. It's time for Alshon Jeffrey to rise, which is real. Fletcher Cox, of course. We know Big Fletch. And I think Big Fletch for the whew, Kamar Gruger Hill. And that's interesting to say that. Because he knows that uh, Hicks is gone. So the, the, the absence of Hicks really has to see somebody coming in. I think him and Nathan Jerry are going to do – I think they got some good, quality, good, productive linebackers. Not saying they're great. They're quality, but they can make big plays. They can in, impact the game and help you win a game. You don't need great players to help you win a game, you know. Um, just like the Baltimore Ravens, who I still think in 2000 is the best defense I've ever saw. If you can take – they Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. 
Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. All right. Yes, he was. Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. So, with that being said, you had Jamal Lewis running the ball, who almost like you have two thousand, almost two thousand yards, or two thousand. Is that the year? I know he had one year at two thousand, but he was the man on that team. They had Shannon Sharp, and that's it. That offense was was with a quarterback like Dilfer. I don't even. And then their offense wasn't great, but Dilfer was. Look at his stats. He was not productive. They were not a high-scoring team, not even close to it. They won some games 9-6, to six, and they still went on to win the Super Bowl. That is the best defense. The whole defense, from Ken Herring to Ray Lewis to Terrell Suggs, they all went in and took them straight to the Super Bowl. That was just the best defense I ever saw. Ever saw. And I've seen uh, Reggie White, Clyde Simmons, Jerome Brown, Mike Golick, Jesse Small, Seth Joyner, Byron Evans. William Thomas came later, Eric Allen, Ben Smith, Wes Hopkins, Andre Waters. You talking about a defense? I didn't saw a great defense. Andy Harmon came later. Okay. I didn't saw great defenses for Philadelphia that had. To me, that was a great defense before I saw Baltimore in 2000. They, I, when you can carry a team straight – and we had a better offense than them with Randall Cunningham and Keith Jackson and Keith Byers and Anthony Tony and Fred Arkansas, Fred Barnett and Calvin Williams. So you just ain't like drafting offensive linemen. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a little break and we'll come back. And I want to talk about the Kyler Murray situation. I want to end it with that. Wanted to get more into the Eagles first. And we will end it with the Kyler Murray situation. Coming back. On file leader because I know it's a big, big situation. We'll touch touch on the homophobic opinions when we come back. Follow the leader, y'all. You are what you say you are, a superstar. The have no fear, the cameras here, and the microphones, and they wanna know. Oh, oh, oh. If you are what you say you are, a superstar. The have no fear. Trying to cash his microphone, check 212. Wanna believe my own hype, but it's too untrue. The world brought me to my knees. What if you brung you? Did you improve on the design? Did you do something new? Where your name in on the guest list? Who brung you? You, the more famous person you come through. And the sexy lady next to you, you come too. And then the hitman, standing outside of heaven, waiting for God to come and get me. I'm too uncool, unschooled to the rules, and too gumshoe. Too much of a newcomer, and too uncool. Like Shadow and the 
real. I battle with it well, so I need a holiday like lady who's some blue. Go back, whatever you did, you undo. Happy as heaven, the devil on me two times two. What you say you are a superstar, then have no fear, the cameras here, and the microphones, and they wanna know, oh, 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 yeah. And you better wear your shades, the spotlights here can burn holes through the stage, down through the basement, past the Indian graves, where the dinosaurs laid, and out through China, Lilly, Mrs. Airliners, magnified times five, that's pointing at the rhyme, ricochets off the moon, and set the forest blaze. Now that's important to say, cause even with all that, most of us don't want it to fade. We want it to pray, meaning we want it to grow, meaning we want it to stay. Like the governor called and he told him to wait. Unstrap him from the chair and put him back in his cage. The audience ain't phased, then they ain't gonna clap and they ain't gonna praise. They want everything back that they pay, cause they've been waiting since 10 to see the lights get dim. What you say you are a superstar, then have no fear. The crowd is here. And the hey, welcome back, Follow Your Podcast, man. We back to talk more about the Kyler Murray situation. Um, 2011, 2012 tweets, homophobic slurs. Listen, man, let me say something. And let's be real about the situation. This man is one of the high control. We are talking about seven years ago. And how old is this kid? Okay, that's all I want to say. You can't put that against him. Forget about it. Get out of here. What? Get out of here, man. If, if, if you are... Of, or if you are homosexual, you should be saying the same thing. You know what you are. You know who you are. You know the the. Just because now this day and age is more accepted because people want to be people. They want to accept people for people. But you know you are homosexual, which is something that people are against. That's just what it is. People have their, you're always, this, this is not like black and white. This is not like, it's not that type of party. It's two different, two different subjects. Black, you're white, and you're homosexual. Even a homosexual that became a homosexual knew the problem of being a homosexual, but came before even when they were homosexual. So that right there needs to be completely brushed under the rug. And then if you are a human being and not just a homosexual, you know that you just need to be brushed under the rug. This was seven years ago. Seven years. You're talking about a kid right now. You're talking about a kid right now. Same thing with Kevin Hart, man. He's a comedian. You can't, a comedian is going to talk about everything. And that's not off the books because you know what you are. We accept you as people. We accept homosexual. I have a homosexual cousin. Shout out to Ashley Wooten. She's one of the greatest minds of all time. She's uh, got um, her show, first LGBT show. Check, look, Google her, Ashley Wooten. She's doing everything. Because she's homosexual, it means she can't do nothing. Or she's just lower than dirt. It means you made a very bad decision. And who you are. And that's just my opinion. Because God made us as who we are when we come here. 
You can't go in there. We this is Sunday now. You want to really want to talk? You want to talk? You want to talk? We know what God agrees and disagrees with. If you're a homosexual, if you don't know this by now, you need to read the Bible. But God also forgives. So I'm pretty sure every homosexual is praying for forgiveness for sins. There's a lot of sins, though. You can't eat seafood. You know, you can't, you know, you ain't supposed to know if you're a man and you're fighting, you're not supposed to let a woman jump in your fight. These are all abominations. And so is being a homosexual. So let's just get off. it. We don't care about man's rule. Okay, now the Oscars are telling Kevin Hart to step down. So you're stepping on God. But God also forgives. So they are people. We have to respect them. But if you hear somebody don't agree with it, unless they're bashing or spitting on them or slapping them in the face or completely disrespecting them. No. Kyler Murray's a kid. and He has a disagreement. That's it. Whether it's ignorant or not, he's a sports star that has a disagreement. You're supposed to kick that under the rug like, oh, see, the original people who were back in the days, homosexuals were stronger than these homosexuals. Now, now nobody can say nothing about you. What makes you over the next person? You know what you are. What makes you over the next person? What makes you over a citizen that your rules supposed to, like, take people away from their jobs? You want to be equal, right? Well, you should know who you are. And the only thing that drives me a little bit is that the Kevin Hart situation, I just want to know why did he have to step down? If, you, if everybody saw the joke that he put five years ago, like, dang, five years ago it wasn't caught, but it's caught now? Like, it didn't matter five years ago, but that's another thing. That years ago thing is crazy. You can punish a man. He's a comedian. He said this. He didn't say this in a room full of gay. He didn't say this in a gay face. I will. He didn't say any gay I see. I will bash them in the head. He talking about his son. He has the right not to want his son to be like that. Who are you to tell this man that he he wants his son to create, procreate, be a man that likes women? Who are you to tell this man that he don't want his son to be gay? Can anybody tell me that? If we are people and you know what you are and you know what's disagreed upon on this world, which means you still get rifle this and rifle that. It don't mean you don't get no rifle clothes. No, you don't mistreat people because they're gay. That's, that's, that's not how it goes. That's totally, totally disgusting. But you know that's unacceptable in this world and we are allowing it to be accepted. Forget it. Let them be gay. <sighs> I don't care. That's what they want to do. But you're not going to tell me that I can sit here and like it. And if I say something about it, it's no. We already know it's a disagreeing subject. This is not racial slur. This is being homosexual. The only thing you shouldn't do to a homosexual is bash them, beat them, and try to make their life horrible. But that don't mean the next man has to agree to it. That's the punishment. If you don't get, if you don't agree to God's punishment, okay, you, you got to talk to God about that. That's why I hope every homosexual person is really a praying person. Because God will forgive you. He will. He's not going to not forgive you. He will forgive you. But if you're not praying to God every Sunday, knowing who you are, then you don't take being homosexual serious. This is the real, real deal I'm talking, y'all. Real truth. Not bashing anybody. Just telling the truth. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. 
Kyler Murray, congratulations, Heisman Trophy winner. Let's take all the, the, the mess off of homosexuality. 2011-2012, let's stop that right now. What year is it? The man won the Heisman Trophy. There is no way his judgment of who he wants to be or who he thinks other people should be. Now, he should apologize, you know, for what he said some years ago. I'm sorry. I was young, you know, whatever. But I don't agree with it. But I have complete respect for homosexuals. That's how we should go about that. All right. And then quit people talking about, oh, he's only apologizing because he got people only apologize because they got caught. Of course, because... It didn't matter to them after they said it. They got their vent out. Once they got, okay, it hurts somebody. He's not going to come out if it's if it ain't hurting nobody. All right? People have to learn to be people and love people for who they are. If they don't like who you are, so what? So what? As long as they don't disrespect you and bash you. Quit all that. Homosexuals do not want to run the world, okay? Adam and Eve was not Adam and Adam or Eve and Eve. All right. Just telling y'all this is Sunday. All right. Don't get me to you know, don't get me. Don't get me. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's uh congratulations, Oklahoma, on the comeback. And once Baker leaves, you get another. How did y'all do that? Wasn't Alabama? Alabama didn't have two straight Ivan Trophy winners. I'm completely confused. I'm confused. I mean, recruiting is wonderful, isn't it? My prediction is the Eagles will win today. Period. Point blank. The Eagles will win. I'm all on the Eagles winning today. That's it. They hungry. They monsters. They former Super Bowl champions. Even if I thought Dallas had a chance, our Eagles would have to have a completely depleted team for me to be like, oh, you know what? They have enough winners. This team, you got the Texans and you got the Rams up. I'm not taking nothing but a win. This is what you're supposed to do. All right. What's my predictions on players to, to show out? Josh Adams is going to show you why the Eagles is putting confidence on. And Golden Tate is going to show you why they traded for him. All right. Sidney Jones is going to clown this game. Those receivers ain't going to get what they got last time. I'm looking at the – you got to look at what we had last time. We had Darby up there, and we didn't have Jones. Okay, we didn't have – Maddox got hurt, and all we had out there was Rasul Douglas and nobody that had any 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 practice. This is going to be – once again, if the Eagles blow out the Cowboys, they're back. They're supposed to blow this – like, we need them to go ahead and have a, 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 a great time with them this year. Like for real, if the Eagles, if they don't, and it'd be a tough game. I, they can make the playoffs, but I don't see no Super Bowl hopes. I need them to blow these guys out. I need them to be convincingly the best team, one of the top five best teams in football. Show me. And the reason why I give them that that walking paper, you know, that walk, is because they won the Super Bowl. They still got most of the people they had on the Super Bowl. They got a new acquisition. This team is going to be good. I see it all in this team. I see success all in this team. And as far as the defense, I mean, I, I, you could just pick. I just love the defense because you could pick with Brandon Graham, Michael Ben. Michael Ben is having an unbelievable year. Great acquisition. Brandon Graham, um, Fletcher Cox, Chris Long. 
Man of the Year, Chris Long. Matter of fact, congratulations for being nominated. Um, Nala, let's go. Hector, let's go. We need these guys, whoever come out there for Sweat, Josh Sweet, without Josh Sweat, my fault, whoever shows up, we need you guys to show up. And that is it. I'm about to get out of here soon, man. I'm gonna get out of here. Um, I always want to touch on things. I say at the end of this podcast, I'm gonna say this at the end of all my podcasts, I apologize for anybody that I have insulted with any of my actions or talk or words. I'm just telling the truth. And I hope the truth doesn't hurt. God bless on this Sunday. God bless on this Sunday. And I say to y'all, watch watch NFL Sunday. Uh, I will be, you know, making a little commentary after the Eagle post game. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about opening up the podcast after the post game. We're just going to see how things go. That's, that's all the options. I'm gonna get back on air. I could actually do that for the for the uh, after the game. Uh, for any of y'all, the game comes on. We want to see late games, not late, but around three twenty-five. That game will be on. Um, so if wherever you at, stop what you're doing and watch this Eagle game three twenty-five East um, Central Time. It's going down, y'all. Deck against uh, Carson. It's a good rivalry. It's good for us, and it's good to see Josh Adams. We, I want to see 100-plus yards from Josh Adams. I want to see 100-plus yards, and I want to see Sidney Jones get down. I've already told y'all it's Adams, Alshon Jeffrey, Sidney Jones. We got to see him Golden Tate. That's another guy. See, I never said Alshon Jeffrey, you know, with the three, but we got to see Alshon Jeffrey and Golden Tate be that dynamic duo. They got to help out Zach Ertz. We want to see Darren Sproles get off, too. What's up with Darren Sproles, man? Darren Sproles, Alshon, J- we talking about Super Bowl, right? We need all these weapons we got. Darren Sproles got to be that guy where it's hard to guard him. You got to account for him on the field. Alshon Jeffrey got to make make you pay for anybody being one-on-one. Golden Tate, the same thing. Josh Adams has to run over people. All right? That just has to happen. Sidney Jones got to prove in, the, in Douglas, got to prove why we drafted him. All right, so I'm out of here, y'all. Um, we got a lot of things. We got a uh, we got we got a lot of things to look at. A lot of good games is on right now. Um, you know, looking at game day live right now on on you know, seeing that Carolina has to win. There's a lot of good games. Uh, New York is up on uh, Washington. Uh, the Buccaneers up on the Saints seven zip. So, like I said, man. Um. Y'all watch football, enjoy Sunday, and God bless on this lovely God's Sunday. Every day is God's day, but Sunday is so, so, so righteous, right? So God bless, amen, and watch this football. Love y'all. Follow the leader. Y'all know Hey, yo, Mac, ladies and gentlemen. Smoking for.
What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. You a rough neck. I'm a cutthroat. You a tough guy. That's enough jokes. Then the sun died. The night is young though. The diamond still shines. In the rough though. What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, where the ones go? It's a shit show. Put your front row. Talking shit, bro. That's your tongue show. Money over bitch. And the bump hoes, that is still my favorite love quote. Put the gun aside, what the fuck for? I sleep with the gun, and she don't snow. What the fuck, yo? Where the love go? Train the ski mask, put a muzzle. It's a bloodbath, where the suns go? It's a Swiss beat, that the drums go. If she iffy, that the drugs go. If she simply, double cup toast. I got a duffo, full of hundos, that the love go. Where's the up, bro? What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. What the fuck though? Where the love go? Five, four, three, two, I let one go. Wow, get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. Aiming at your head like a buffalo. Get the fuck though. I don't bluff, bro. I come out the scuffle without a scuffle. Puff, puff, bro. I don't huff, though. Yellow diamonds up close. Catch your sunstroke. At your 